Just look at me, you would shout with me, you would praise with me, you would dance with me. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, He is good. Somebody shout, He's good. Shout it one more time, He's good. Come on and clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Amen. The singers and the musicians, amen. Why don't we give God a big hand praise for them? Leading us into that place of worship, amen. So that God can do what he wants to do in this house. We're once again so honored and privileged to be before you, amen. We are grateful for what God done this morning, amen. The outpouring of the Holy Ghost, amen. How many are in need of a demonstration of God in your life? This is what we come to church for, amen. That God would do something great, and we are so uh, delighted and grateful one more time to be with our friends, our family, amen. It's Bishop uh, Williams, amen, and First Lady Barbara. God bless them. Can you give them one more time a big hand praise? Happy birthday to him again. Amen. We've been, like I said this morning, since celebrating since yesterday. And I believe after we're going to celebrate some more. Then tomorrow we're going to do it over again. Then Wednesday, one more time. Amen. And you never know, I may fly back over here for All Nations Sunday. Amen. We'll do it all over again. But we are so grateful. Amen. We love them. We appreciate them, their friendship. We appreciate this church. Amen. And what God is doing. How many are glad you are in revival? Somebody shout revival. And we are grateful. Amen. And I believe right after service is another celebration and I am once again so honored and delighted, amen, to be here, amen, to be here, amen, as, a, as his friend, his brother to come and be with him. It was such a, a delight and a joy, amen, to, to come and be with them and I'm grateful for his friendship, amen, and our prayers are for him. I'm glad my wife is here with me, amen, she's my better side, my better half. And I thank God. I don't know if she wants to say something right now. Amen. This morning she didn't. She's just saying, I love you again. Amen. She's, she's saying she loves you all again. We'll try again on Tuesday and see what may happen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Give her a hand praise. Amen. As she comes to greet me. Praise the Lord, Rock Church. Praise the Lord, I'm excited to be here today. We love you guys so, so much, especially Bishop and Sister Barbara. But you know what, many of you all here are first generation apostolic, amen? 
And there's no better way to make a foundation, to build your foundation in Christ. Psalms 127 talks about building a foundation because that's where the blessings and the success are. It's not in the things of this world, but it's in building God's kingdom. And if you can get a hold of God in prayer, a house of prayer, a house of intercessory prayer, you're talking about moving heaven. You're talking about bringing blessings into your home, salvation for your children, for generations to come, not just for now, but for your grandchildren children and your great-grandchildren after so when you come into this church first apostolic generation apostolic women build a house of prayer because that will last for eternity i love you all god bless and let's worship god hallelujah come on give god the big hand praise one more time somebody shout he's mighty shout he's mighty hallelujah i want to draw your attention amen to mark chapter 4 verse 35 to 41 preach what the Lord laid in my spirit amen as we we're coming over here and my wife was navigating me and I always tease her about our navigation because she always takes me the wrong way and we get here a little bit later than usual but we crossed over the bridge and so I realized oh man we're definitely in the wrong area had to make a u-turn and come all the way back around but as I was crossing the bridge I always look for confirmations of what God wants to say. And as we're crossing that bridge, as I read this scripture, hopefully it'll shed some light about the confirmation. But the Lord said this, as we crossed over, let's go to the other side. And I believe that that's what God wants to speak today to somebody. How many ready for something great to happen in your life? Come on, how many with me today? Come on and shout hallelujah. Bible says like this and the same day when the even was come he said unto them let us pass over to the other side and when they had sent away the multitude they took him even as he went in the ship and there was also with him other little ships and there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? He arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it ye that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? I want to focus your attention and our attention upon the beginning of that verse when it says, And the same day, that's verse 35, And the same day when, this, when the even was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over to the other side. Now I'm going to preach on that subject with the help of the Lord from the moment. Let's go to the other side. Let's go to the other side. Look at your neighbor in town. Let's go to the other side. There's something greater on the other side. Look at somebody else and say, let's go to the other side. Let's go to the other side. Lord, bless your word one more time. Give God the biggest hand praise that you can give him in the house. 
Come on, and if you still have a little hallelujah, hallelujah, shout hallelujah one more time. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. What's my title today? There you go. There you go. I'm talking to the right people. Let's go to the other side. It is here that I preached and laid a burden upon not only my spirit because I believe that when you preach the word, it has to be with a burden that God is giving us direction. And I believe in many times is when we preach, I am preaching to people that are in the middle of spiritual warfare. And how you know you are in spiritual warfare is that there is a battle that you are facing right now. There is something you are going through right now and you don't know all the details about it, but you know that you're in the middle of a fight and you know that there is a struggle. There is a battle that is taking place and perhaps you can't share with everybody and some are facing private battles and struggles and the only comfort you get is going into your prayer closet and saying Lord give me the peace that only you can give give me the strength that only you can give give me the power that only you can give because at the end of the day my family can't help me my friends can't help me. I can't call nobody on the phone because they don't know what I'm going through. You're like in that boat in the middle of the storm. And the only good news I have for you is as long as you stay in the boat and don't jump ship, Jesus is in the boat with you. You're not by yourself. You're not alone. I know the wind is blowing. I know Oh, the rain is pouring. I know you're uncomfortable, but I came sent by the Holy Ghost to tell you stay where you're at. Don't leave just yet. You've cried too many tears. You've come too far. You prayed too much. You shouted too loud. You ran too fast to give up now. I come to tell you stay where you are. Don't move, don't budge, plant your feet and tell hell if it's a fight you want, it's a fight you're gonna get. I made up my mind, I'm not turning around. I made up my mind, I'm not throwing in the towel. I made up my mind, come hell or high water, my mind is made up. Who am I preaching to that can say my mind is made up? I'm staying right here. God didn't bring me this far to leave me where I am. Who am I preaching to right now? You ought to clap your hands and shout back at me. Somebody shout hallelujah. Tell your neighbor I came too far now. And he is in the boat. And if you're in the battle, if you're in the middle of warfare, then I come to preach to you today. 
if everything is fine and dandy and you're just hanging it out, drinking a nice tea, sitting on the nice beaches of Florida, this message may not be for you. I'm preaching to the violent today that said I'm fighting against hell. I'm fighting against powers. I don't know where it's coming from, but he's trying to get in my living room. He's been eating my food in my refrigerator. He's been sitting on my couch. I see his hand trying to mess with my children, but I got good news for everybody here. You gotta stand up and say, I'm not gonna quit now. I'm not gonna stop now. I gotta get up and I gotta fight again. I gotta get up and I gotta shout again. I gotta get up, I gotta get up. Sometimes all you gotta do is get up. You've been sitting down too long. You've been crying too long. You've been murmuring too long. But I come to tell you. Come on, preach with me. Get up. Get up wherever you are. If you're in the dungeon, get up. If you're in the fire, get up. If you're in the valley, Get up if you're in the fire. Get up when the devil's on your back. Talk back to me. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. You ought to push your neighbor, tell him, get up, get up. That's all you gotta do is get up. That's all you gotta do. You're halfway there to the other side. You just gotta get up. One step after the other, from victory to victory, from glory to glory, here a little, and there a little, you gotta keep on marching, you gotta keep on moving, you gotta keep on fighting. Who am I preaching to right now? You wanna shout, get up, shout it again, shout it again, shout it louder than your neighbor. Shout it till the devil hears you. Shout it till your enemy hears you. Shout it up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm preaching in the Holy Ghost right now. I'm trying to shake you and say, get up, get up, get up. One more time, shout, get up. Push your name and say, get up. You gotta get up. I don't know why the Holy Ghost is letting me linger right here. You gotta get up. You got, <laughs> you didn't come to this service by coincidence. <laughs> the devil tried to make you stay home. <laughs> and say you already came this morning you ain't gotta go back tonight but you came to tell hell i'm getting up i'm getting up i got some stuff i gotta get i got some blessings i gotta get i got some salvation in my home i gotta get i got some anointing i 
gotta get and if I stay there I'm not gonna get it so I'm getting up I'm getting up I'm getting up I'm going to the other side I'm going to the oh, you ought to shout back at me you ought to shout back at me I'm going to the other side Clap your hands and shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Yeah, boy. That's why I feel a fire in the Holy Ghost. Because somebody's in the middle of the heat of the battle. And your adversary wants to keep you right where you are. And say, stay where you are. But I got something to tell you. You got to get up because God's calling you to the other side. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now stay with me because there is something that I want you to see. When we go to the other side, that there must be a dying to yourself. And it's very important to see this because Paul was saying, I must decrease so that he can increase. There's something that happens whenever you're getting ready to go to the other side. Something happens where you're dying inside. It don't always feel good. It feels like something's, something's leaving you. And, and you don't know how to explain it. But there's a spiritual death that happens. Some people can say and relate to this. That before you were baptized in Jesus' name, something in you, according to the word, it had to die. And when that dies, the newness of life is coming. But the newness of life can't come until you're dead and buried. You've got to die. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so it is a newness of life. Abraham brings it this way as he begins to talk he begins to describe as though he is leaving into a place God has just called him to a higher place and he knows that he has to sacrifice where he's at to go to where God is calling him to and he tells his servant stay here me and the boy are going up yonder to worship that place of worship is called sacrifice it is something that there was going to be a death within him. That, that, that unbelief would be placed on the altar. And he would have to believe that God would be God Jehovah Jireh. And somehow the Lord would provide. And he had to come to that place to say, I can't stay here. I got to leave it down at the mountain. And I got to go up to a place called higher. Let me tell you something. Whenever God is calling you over to the other side, there are things you're going to have to leave at the bottom of the mountain. You can't take all your friends. You can't take all your family. You can't take some of your neighbors. You can't take everybody around you. Sometimes you got to make up in your mind. I want God more. I want God more. I want his blessings more. 
so I gotta leave it right here I come to preach to somebody if there's anything holding you back you gotta leave it at the bottom of the mountain tell your neighbor leave it there you gotta leave that thing there when God is calling you higher you can't take that thing with you this is what Abraham said I know today that we are living in you got to be very careful because today's religion today's philosophy is saying that you don't have to give up anything come on talk back to me somebody you don't gotta sacrifice anything you just bring Jesus in the middle of your clubs, in the middle of your drinking, in the middle of bad habits. You just got to bring Jesus into your life. But let me tell you something. If you want a true encounter with God, you got to make a sacrifice. You got to drop your friends. You got to drop people that don't live like you. You got to make up your mind. For God I live and in him I move and I have my being you gotta make up your mind if they don't want it somebody shout hallelujah and therefore it is this the sacrifice of what you must give up and I got to relay this message that if you want more of God, it requires a sacrifice. You've got to give up something. You cannot obtain the glory just staying where you are. It requires a sacrifice. Somebody shout sacrifice. The Bible says about David, he said that he went to Arana, King Arana. And when he got there, David wanted to uh, make a sacrifice unto the Lord, but he didn't have anything. And so Arana replied to David and said, just take what I have and sacrifice it unto God. But David looked at him and he said, I will not give God nothing that I didn't sacrifice for. God wants a sacrifice. He wants the little bit of sacrifice. He wants your money. He wants your life. He wants your mind. He wants your heart. He wants your hand. He wants your feet. He wants your body. He wants all of you. If you're not ready to give God everything, then you're not ready for God. But if you're ready for God, you gotta give him everything from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I give you all that I have. Who am I talking to right now that can say I'm all yours? Clap your hands and shout hallelujah. How many people still believe about sacrifice? Uh-huh, you want revival? Revival comes through prayer, through the sacrifice of prayer. That's how it comes. It don't come by sitting on a couch eating hot Cheetos all day. It don't come by sitting on social media all day long till your thumbs are hurting because you're flicking all day long. That's not how revival comes. Revival comes when you're on your knees in prayer. 
and say I come to shake heaven because if I shake heaven the glory of the Lord's gonna come down and God's gonna do something great somebody shout hallelujah somebody shout sacrifice and it is sacrifice I want to capture the scene of what we just read it is a scene that Jesus had already been doing great things there was already baptisms devils were being cast out diseases were being cured lepers were being healed sins were being forgiven withered hands restored like new and Jesus preached the kingdom but then he said this after all I've done he said let's go to the other side now if there were people around him they might have said let's just be satisfied where we are you already did a lot of stuff you already healed the man with the withered hand let's just stay here and relax that that's the problem today with many people you're satisfied right where you are let me try this side I ain't getting no help over there you're satisfied right where you are you're just satisfied saying I'm okay but there's a voice I can hear telling the raw church it's the voice of the Lord saying let's go to the other side I know you're happy because you had five go down a day but the Lord said let's go to the other side because there's 20 more Somebody shout hallelujah. And so he said this, let's go to the other side. I want you to capture the, the picture because now they go to the other side. And from that point, when they go to the other side, all of a sudden everything increases. That's where we run into the man that had a legion of devils, over 2,000. And then it goes to the point where he raises a little girl from the dead. And the woman with the issue of blood, 12 years, then she was healed. Then he fed 5,000 and then he walked on the water. Get the picture. It was a smaller deal on one end of the sea. But when he got to the other side, there was an increase. Something greater I got to happen. And I come to preach to you. Something greater is on the other side. Don't be happy where you are. Rock Church, get ready, get ready, get ready. God's taking you to the other side. Oh, you need to shout back at me if you're ready to go. Somebody shout, I'm ready. And so there you can see, it was as though there's two kinds of people two kinds of people that are content of where they are you got to be very careful of who you hang around with uh -huh. where's my helpers at where the ones going to talk back to me you got to be very careful who you hang around with because you'll be with some 
that are satisfied where they are. They're content where they are. And as long as you're content, God will never give you more. He'll meet you at the level of your expectation. If you don't expect more, God won't give it to you. But if you expect more, I got to tell you this. Don't wait till the battle's over. Sound. Don't wait till you see it. Sound now. Don't wait till you hold it. Praise now. Don't wait till that happens. You gotta sound now. Sound like it's already happened. Sound like he's already saved. Sound like the miracle came. You gotta believe right now. Who am I preaching to? You ought to talk back to me and say, I believe right now. I believe right now. He's able. You ought to take 30 seconds and give God a right now praise. I believe God right now. I believe it's done right now. I believe she's saved. Right now, I believe I'm blessed. Right, come on, say with me. I believe I'm blessed. I believe I'm healed. I believe salvation is. I believe the devil's whipped. Now you ought to open up your mouth and give God a shout of Somebody say the other side. The other side there's increase on the other side and that is why you got to be careful of who you are around because people are either given to your fire to increase it or they're taking it from you read the scripture the Bible said that there was other ships also that means they were all going in the same direction. Be careful when you're around people that you're going this way and they're going that way. Ain't nobody talking back to me. Be careful with them that come in God's house and we call them the dead. That means there's no life. You gotta be careful. You don't hang around them. I don't wanna be mean, but I preach this at home. I tell people, when you walk in the church, make sure you get next to somebody. Are you a dancer or? He's a, oh, he said he's a dancer with all confidence. That means when you come in God's house, don't get next to somebody that's going to rob your fire. Don't get next to somebody that's going to take your joy. Don't get next to somebody that's going to take your fire. But get next to somebody. You can shout with them. You can dance with them. You can run with them. You can praise with them. You can glorify God with them. You gotta get next to somebody. I dare you to get next to somebody right now. Where, where's my where's my where's the rest of my musicians? They all left me, abandoned me. All by myself. 
This is, this is, see, this isn't a test. I'm telling you what's for real. You ain't got time to sit next to dead people. I don't want to be ugly, but the Bible said there was many ships and they were all going to the other side. That means when you're next to somebody, but they don't feel what you feel, you're better off getting away from them. How do I know? Because your spirit ought to bear witness with their spirit that they got revival just like I got revival. They got the spirit just like I got the spirit. You gotta feel what they feel. They gotta feel what... Who am I preaching to right now? Who am I preaching to right now? You gotta get next to somebody. Listen, you gotta stay with somebody that is going to the other side with you. The Bible said that when Elizabeth and Mary were together, all of a sudden John the Baptist was in the womb and Jesus was in Mary. But the Bible says that when they got together, they began to leap in the womb. What am I telling you? You gotta get next to somebody. That when they leap, you leap too. When they shout, you shout too. When they run, you run too. When they dance, you dance too. Who am I preaching to? You want to find a neighbor and you want to shout with them. You want to find a neighbor. You want to dance with them. You want to find a Ha! <laughs> 
Shouting music, don't let it go to waste. 
you for where you are right now he don't fight you from where you've been he fights you all the time for where you're going and sometimes or the only time the proof is that God is calling you deeper is when the devil shows up oh, ain't nobody talking back to me I said when the devil shows up and he stands in front of your way All of a sudden, your kids are acting crazy, biting on the couch, spitting and crawling on the ceiling. They done lost their minds. All of a sudden, your husband done lost his mind. Or your wife, all of a sudden, she don't cook for you no more. Talk about it. He said, talk about it. All of a sudden, the devil shows up. But I come to tell you why he shows up. How do you know? Because the Bible said that when they started going to the other side, a great wind began to blow. The same wind that we can kind of relate to talk about Job when the wind blew and knocked everything he had down. The Bible said he's a prince of the air. That means he's going to fight you. Principalities are going to fight you. And they knew um, when you go to the other side, expect the devil to show up. The Bible said, don't think it's strange when you go through fiery trials and the testing of your faith. Because in these times, know that there is a plan God is getting ready to do in your life. So the proof is, is that when the devil shows up, that means he's trying to stop you from getting to the other side. I'm a witness of this. Listen to me. Every blessing 
that ever came my way, it came after I had a good fight with the devil. Maybe some of you can relate. It happened when everything was going bad. I went through a season in my life. We lost everything. We had two houses, lost both houses. We ended up back in the apartment when we first got married. And my children, see the bad part was, my children were already grown. They were already 19, 20 years old. And the devil would harass me every morning when I would drive to work and say, what kind of God do you serve that will allow something like this to happen? And you're back at square one. I thought your God was a blesser. I thought your God was a way maker. I would cry on the way to work. And I would get into the parking lot and dry my tears because the devil been beating me upside of my head. Everything went wrong. Cars broke down. My wife got sick. We lost everything. We got home one day, all our appliances broke down. Refrigerator broke, all of our food spoiled. I had no more cash. I had to file bankruptcy. You know how hard it is? I couldn't even get to a hotel because they wanted a credit card. And I didn't have any. I was broke, broke, broke as a joke. I had nothing. And the devil would harass me every morning. Every morning, two, three years, saying, where is your God? Who am I preaching to that knows what I'm talking about? Come on and talk back to me, somebody. I know I'm preaching to somebody here. The devil's been harassing you. The devil's been bar barraging you. He's been hitting at you. But I come to tell you one thing. The reason why he's coming at you is because he knows you're going somewhere. You'll get to the other side. Now, I got even better news for some of you. Whoever it is, you better take it. How do you know the season is almost over? Because it gets as bad as it's ever been. That's how you know it's almost over. I'm preaching in the Holy Ghost right now. Some of you is getting ready to, that bad season is getting ready to end. You've been praying long enough. You've been fasting long enough. You've been travailing long enough. But the Holy Ghost coming to tell you, it's almost over. Don't stop now. Get to the other side. Get to the other side. How do you know seasons are almost over? Because the coldest part of winter comes at the very end when it's getting ready to change. The hottest, I don't know about here in Florida, because you guys are always hot over here. But in California, when the summer's getting ready to end, the end of August are the hottest days. And that means it's getting ready to end. So all of a sudden, everything is cranked up. And it's as hot and as cold as it's ever been. I'm preaching to somebody right now. It's never been so hard as it's been the last couple of weeks. 
you never had a fight so much as you did the last couple of days. Some of you fought just to get here today. It's never been so bad. You never fought with your spouse so much like it did the past couple of weeks. And you're saying, what's going on? It's February, Valentine's Day, and I, don't, I hate the person I'm next to. I know ain't nobody hate nobody here. But it's never been as bad as it's ever been. And you're saying, what's going on? I came all the way to Stockton, from Stockton, California, to tell you, get ready. You can see the island on the other side. You're getting ready to get to the other side. We've been made and dope for the night, but your joy is getting ready to come. Your anointing's getting ready to come. Your power's getting ready to come. If you believe it, you wanna throw up your head. You wanna open up your mouth. And you wanna give God a shout of praise. And make up in your mind, I'm going to the other side. I come to prophesy the raw church. You're going to the other side. You're going to the other side. Get ready. You're going to the other side. If you're the one I'm preaching to, throw up your hand and declare it. Prophesy. Prophesy over yourself. Prophesy over your tribulation. Prophesy over your blessing. There are certain people I felt this in the Holy Ghost. How when I was praying, now listen, you ain't got to be ashamed. You ain't got to be embarrassed of what you're going through. I, I shared with you a little bit of why what I went through. If you are the one that I've been preaching to, and the storm seems like it's never been so hard as it's been, it never felt like so much rain, so much wind. I want you to meet me right here in the center. If you're not the one I'm talking to, don't come. But if you're the one I'm talking to, run, 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 run. Get up here in the center. Listen. God is going to pour out a special anointing upon you. If there's one thing all hell is going to try to stop, it is what David said, I anoint myself with fresh oil. Because the anointing of God's Spirit, when it comes upon you, it'll break chains. It'll break bondages. It'll give you a, a renewed energy inside of your soul. And just when the devil thought you were getting ready to quit, and he had you right where he wanted you, all you can say is right now that by the time we leave, you're one step closer to the other side. You're getting ready to get it. When I count to three, I want the altar workers to help me pray. When I count to three, I want you to throw up your hand. I want you to release my faith that something's gonna happen in your spirit. And when I say three, there's gonna be a strong anointing that is gonna pour down on you. 
I don't want you to fight it. I want you to receive it. Are you ready? At the count of three, throw up your hand, open up your mouth, and receive a fresh anointing. Are you ready? One. You're walking into your miracle. You're walking to your 
Shekai. I see revival in a greater increase. I see greater anointing. I see greater power. He can't tell you no more sound today. Spirit of God, move upon your people. He's calling you. He's calling you. You gotta say, here I come. Here I come. I'm going to the other side. Ask, the Lord is here. 